When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up your PointsBet account to live your what Bet will? Live. Take it again. Live. Thank you. you. With I was conviction. already saying it yeah. when you asked me because... Yeah. yeah. Same. Same, same. Just work on the pass. The pass got to be crisper <laughs> so he can put it up. It wasn't loud enough. That's I was, right. I was in the middle of dunking it while the alley was still in there. <laughs> There's two balls on the court now? The new basketball. Uh, howdy, Bulls fans. I'm Peck. You can follow howdy. me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave, is at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. My other guy, Will the Thrill, is no longer at Won't Gottlieb. How dare he? Yeah. What the hell, Will? I guess you can now follow him at Will underscore Gottlieb because he's some kind of fancy man professional whose Twitter handle is just his name. Can I just say, I I tried to get Will Gottlieb. I tried W Gottlieb. I tried all the variations. Uh And I even reached out to the person who has Gottlieb because I wanted that. Do you want to know what he said to me? What? I'll give it to you for the price of $5,000. What? And I said, that's good. I'll I'll be Will underscore Gottlieb. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that insane? That guy thinks the Twitter handles are worth more than they are. I said that is significantly more than I'm willing to spend on that. Can I flood him with terrible things? Like on his handle? That's terrible. Uh, $5,000? $100,000,000. First of all, he thinks your name is worth five Gs. You should be pretty proud. Well, it's his name too. Yeah, he don't count. He tried to pay it off. So of course he thinks it's worth yeah, he's, I oh just, God, I'm man. still, I'm still kind of stunned by this. This is like a week yeah. and a half ago. No, I'm this like, is a very oh stunning God, news right here. This is a horrible, horrible thing, man. Either need a raise or yeah. just going to stick with $5,000. Like Will underscore. Who you think? He's outrageous. It's going to pay off any day, honey. <laughs> who do you think you kidnapped? <laughs> Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's telling his lady that it's going to pay off any day. You idiot. Nobody's going to give you $5,000 for that any day now. It's going to work. No, Whoa. it's not. 
you jerk. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to do. That's uh, what I got, man. Hope you all are enjoying your Thursday so far. We're here to take you in from Thursday afternoon into early Thursday evening. We got plenty more coming up. We got CHO Bears after dark. And then after after dark, we got Blackhawks post game tonight. Hockey after is back, after y'all, after in addition yeah. to basketball being back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty to talk about today. Io Desumu, the hometown kid, is up next in our Prove It series Ayo. that we're going to be doing throughout training camp. Looking at what we want to see from Io this season, as well as breaking down a little bit of Io film mm-hmm. from last season. Uh, before we get to that, though, a couple of things to talk about. First, Will, a couple of interesting updates from practice or after practice today. First and foremost, Lonzo Ball is back from California Woo-hoo! after getting that surgery, correct? Hashtag in our building. In, in our building. building. Lonzo's in, uh, not our building, their building. Yes. And I hey, think it's Lonzo. a collective hour. It's good to see him. Um. So, but but he did not speak to the media at all today. He did not speak to the media. I did not see him. Uh, Billy said he's still recovering. I think he still might be on crutches. Um, not able to walk yet, so it's like, too early to even start to evaluate where right, he's at, but right, right. he is back. And I think it's great that he's going to be around some of the young players I that they too. have now. Like I want to see Dale and Terry start to pick his brain a little bit. They mm-hmm. have some similarities in their game. Io, I think could really use some uh, tutoring as far as getting the ball up and down, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited that Lonzo's back. Hopefully it means he'll be back on the floor soon too. Yeah, Hopefully like he is feeling well. Um, and Kobe White, speaking of feeling well, also spoke to the media after practice today. Sounds like everything's fine as far as the injury that caused him to leave the game on Tuesday. Yeah, I think he got like a knee to knee or knee to like right above the knee with Jackson Hayes. Um, he seems fine. He wanted to go back in, but they were concerned that, you know, if he's trying to make quick, uh, you know, movements, quick twitch movements that his muscle could give out. And then I don't know, he'd be in some sort of pain. They gave him, um, sort of a precautionary MRI. Came back totally clean, so nothing to worry about there. And it was just kind of a funny interview because I think players are required to speak within two days of, um, of like an injury or getting an MRI or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he like came over, he like did basically two minutes, and then he was like, "Okay, great, see you guys." <laughs> like before people could ask more questions, he was just done with us. So Tired of talking. Uh, yeah, it was funny, but he seems year, as far as talking is concerned, like wanting to talk, like things like that, because it seemed like before he liked talking in the media, and now he's a little more quiet. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet. He, he's kind of like the forgotten man a little bit with this team just because the focus is on Lonzo, the focus is on Patrick and Io, and Kobe's still like former seventh pick. He's still yeah. the one player that is the holdover from the Garpax era. So mm-hmm. he obviously, I think, has a place on this team as one of the few guys who can shoot. I'm kind of hopeful that he has a little bit, just without any sort of expectations or pressure on him at this point, that he'll have a bit of a bounce back, but hopefully... You know, he said he'll he'll play tomorrow. Billy said he expects him to play, mm-hmm. and hopefully, I mean, they need that shooting. Yeah, right. And, and it's uh, you know, not a huge deal that in our first preseason game that we got to watch earlier this week, we didn't really get a good sense of what Billy Donovan would have done with his rotation, mm-hmm. were it not for the fact that Kobe was only in there for a quick two minute mm-hmm. spell before suffering that knee injury, yeah. and then after that, you know, Donovan had to make adjustments on the fly with his rotation. I wonder if they give him the full 100% green light, what kind of minutes Kobe will see in preseason game two tomorrow night? And not just the minutes, but where he's going to play on the floor. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Billy loves running those four-guard lineups. So mm-hmm. what position you think he'll be comfortable in with that? So like you said, he's the forgotten man. So it's just interesting to see, because Billy obviously hasn't forgotten him. So it's just interesting to see where he thinks he belongs on the floor. I think they'll take it easy on him, but Billy also mentioned a practice today, like, 
there used to be eight preseason games. Yeah. There's four now. Thank and like you. they need to use this time to ramp it up. Yeah. And, like yeah. get in game shape. So point. he was saying, you know, people were asking, like, is DeMar gonna be playing a full like workload? Is that gonna be in there? I think they're gonna work with the medical staff to determine what is like an appropriate percentage of their normal minutes played that they'll start sort of start to ramp up. He was saying like maybe it's 70 tomorrow and then 80 on Sunday and then 90 in that last game. Like they need to use this opportunity to get themselves in game shape because then they have a week off before they actually start. Right. Oh, I forgot to ask you this uh, yesterday, but um, just clearing clearing this up, there was no issue with Zach sitting out in the second half. It was just him. There no, he, he played five on five for the first time since his knee surgery in training camp. So I think they're taking it a little bit more slowly with him than they are Damar or sure. Patrick Williams. But I think he's fine. Everybody says he looks good, but I think just waiting and playing it a little bit more safely okay. and slowly with him. So, yeah, I, that was something that I noticed is that, you know, the the aging vet that everyone's asking, like, hey, could, do you still have what it takes to do it again this year, Damar? And Damar played like 20-some <laughs> minutes right, right. in their first preseason game when some of the other younger guys played significantly fewer. Marco. Uh, but that's, you know, that's DeMar being DeMar, I guess, to a certain you point. You want to play all 82, man. So uh, it. Yeah. He was, it. Yeah, he was like, I played for free all summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> he did. He it's just true. loves playing basketball. He does, man. Um, Me too, DeMar. Me too. <laughs> first, first that we've really heard from Derek Jones Jr. Ooh. was after practice today, right, Will? Okay. A guy that I think many people saw as someone who wouldn't return from last season's roster. But then for maybe a variety of reasons, the Bulls went after Gallinari and couldn't get him. Uh, maybe a couple other moves that they were trying to make on the fringe. And then uh, I, I guess, well, well, how did he really describe it? I, I know he kind of talked a little bit about that process for him this offseason that led to him coming back, Will. Yeah, I think there wasn't a big market for him. Mm. I mean, he was a late signing and it didn't seem like there were rumors about any other teams being interested, which I thought was pretty surprising because... Uh, prior to his contract in Portland, the Bulls obviously traded, uh, got him back in the Lowry Markkinen three-way sign-and-trade deal. Uh, he was kind of a, a commodity. He played really well with the Heat. Mm -hmm. He's super athletic. He's, you know, I think he's only 6'5", but he's got like a seven-foot wingspan. Um, great defensive player. I thought there might be a little bit more of a market for him, but he was in and out of the rotation last year. There went through a stretch at the end of the season where he like didn't make a three in 20-plus yes. attempts. I remember. That was brutal. Um, <laughs> I, I asked him about his finger injury that he had last mm -hmm. year and coming back from that. I think that really impacted his shooting ability. Sure. Um, seems like he didn't really... he come back a lot sooner than the initial yeah, timeline exactly. for that finger injury. Just about his tolerance of the pain. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he apparently has a great relationship with Billy and Billy has a lot of trust in him. Obviously wasn't always in the lineup last year, but I think if he's able to be healthy and he's also like only 24, 25 years old, he's yeah. been in the league forever, but yeah. he can bump up that three-point percentage back up to what it was in the first half of the season prior to the injury, I think he could be somebody that gets some minutes. Yeah. Would be nice. Um, was there also some talk of uh, of a small ball five, perhaps? Mm -hmm. I know that's your jam. I did ask him about that, and I want to write about it. But uh, basically, he just kind of smiled and was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if it for him, if it means minutes, yeah, then he will happily right. play wherever. Whatever right. he needs to do to get minutes, and I think that's – an area where it could really work. I mean, he mentioned working on his shooting and his off-ball rim protection timing. Like, those are the kind of things you need to be good at. Switchability, he's obviously got down. Um, but to be able to step over and protect the rim, to be able to hit open threes, uh, cut off-ball, and just create some havoc in the middle of the floor mm -hmm. when you are spaced out, I think he's really built to play that way. And I hope that 
with without the concern of this finger injury, he's going to be able to, like I said, boost that shooting number back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be interesting to see. I mean, he did he get off the bench eventually in that game on Tuesday? Yeah, I think he did, but he not did. until late in the game, he right? He took, played, a, took a three and everything, right? Like that, but yeah, yeah, he, he played uh, a little bit with Javante and Andre Drummond, and mm-hmm. then as the four just next to Drummond, uh, they're I think experimenting a little bit with that. But didn't get in until, like you said, the third quarter, and he played a bit in the fourth as well. So, right. Um, looking forward to seeing more of him tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll we'll see a, a few more uh, DJJ minutes throughout the remainder of uh, what do they have? Three preseason games left. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shirek Bobby in the comments is still hoping that we get some Marco hours or at least minutes in yeah. one of these preseason games I do coming up. Play. Yeah. Um, I mean, like he was like a legit <clears throat> DNP on Tuesday. Yeah. He might have been, yeah. been the only player that was right. And that's so what, like, it's something there, man. Tony Bradley got in there. Tony Bradley got some tick, man. Uh, I, I just wanted to see him play. I just yeah. wanted to see him play one time. Um, speaking Our of league, <laughs> yes. speaking of training camp practices, before we dive into our IO stuff for today, a pretty, uh, pretty hilarious slash breaking news tweet from Sham Sharanya mm. yesterday evening. Mm. Oh, um, God. and then he had a further report with a few more details. Joey, do we have that little excerpt from the athletic? Thank you. This is Sham Sharanya's report from the athletic.com. There was a physical altercation at the Warriors practice Wednesday morning that has the team seriously considering disciplinary action toward Draymond Green, sources tell The Athletic. When a heated interaction with guard Jordan Poole escalated, Green forcefully struck Poole and needed to be separated swiftly. Green and Poole came chest to chest with both players pushing and shoving each other prior to Green's escalation of the physical altercation. Those sources said. Those sources said. Yes. Um, This is, I mean... Teammates will get heated at times in practice. We all know this. We've all heard the horror stories from back in the day of all of MJ's teammates that he treated terribly and picked fights with. Shout out to our guy, Will Perdue. And made them champions. Uh, Right, and also (laughs) made them champions. Will, you covered the Warriors for a few seasons there. Flex. And, I mean, I'm guessing that in that time, you got a good sense of everybody who follows the NBA knows that Draymond's got a little bit of the crazy going on up there. (laughs) But... Uh, mostly it's good crazy yeah, motivating yeah, yeah. teammates you know everybody loves that meme you know gif whatever of him like doing this whispering real close to kevin right. durant's face when right. they were teammates right. and then sometimes it's maybe like a little too much where he blows his stack and something like this happens what yeah. what was your perception of draymond as a teammate uh when you were covering that warriors team i mean i think draymond First of all, this just reminded me of Michael Jordan and punching Steve Kerr. Yeah, in the yep. face. Yes. and it also reminded me of uh, Bobby Portis and Nico. Uh, yes. I was I yes. was thinking this that's where thing, most Bulls fans' mind would wander yeah. is the Bobby Nico incident. This kind of thing happens, and I, I think it's unfortunate because Draymond obviously has the reputation, but I, I've always just been kind of a Draymond defender and apologist because, like you're saying, I, I think that the good outweighs the bad by so much with him, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I think it's unfair that he's just. I think he's trying to like get a rise out of people and trying to cause, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get in people's heads. So it's, I, you know, I was a little sad to hear this, but I, I think Draymond and Andre Iguodala especially have mm-hmm. really taken Jordan Poole under their wing sure. and turned him into the player that he is. Obviously, Poole is a really great talent. I think his first year, his rookie season with the Warriors was my last year covering them. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't really like in the rotation or anything like that yet, mm-hmm. but, um, being able to play in that Warriors system, you need to be able to move around off ball. You need to be able to read and react to where the ball is, where Draymond is able to get you the ball and the areas where he's facilitating. They obviously have a really good relationship, and this seems to me like it was just kind of a 
frustration, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, but definitely uh, a little weird from Draymond. Mm-hmm. Like I said, especially because of, I, I know that relationship is really strong. Yeah, yeah, it is really strong. Well, well let's get to the nitty gritty of this, sir. We want to know, like, have you seen this with your own eyes? Have you seen a physical altercation among Golden State before? And was Draymond invo- involved? No, they, they've always been really careful about buttoning that up. No media is ever like allowed to go in practice. So mm-hmm. you don't actually see any of it. But I mean, even when there was the whole thing with KD and, Dr- and Draymond year after year with the Warriors, I mean, that was all noise coming from the outside. And okay. obviously, like people had their sources and knew sure. what was going on. But nobody actually saw any of that. It was more asking questions and KD getting really annoyed about it and then that causing more <laughs> drama. Um, so never actually saw anything now. What what I do like is the punch was trash. I, I like that. It was a trash punch. Have you, wait, have you seen it? I heard from what I've read. Okay. It was a trash punch because he was able Can to still Can you explain finish. what you mean by a trash punch? Well, sure, sure. I'd love to. So <laughs> when Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr, practice was over. You know what I mean? It's Steve Hurd had to go home. You know what I mean? It's done. We're not, finished. not quite to the hospital, not to but the hospital, had to go home. But had to go home. Practice was done. All right? When Bobby uh, so wonderfully uh, punched Nico in the face and broke in, in, in 40. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful moment for me. Okay. Um, no, Joey, we will not have Big Dave demonstrate <laughs> no, a trash I'm not punch. Demonstrate. I don't know. I'm, what not, it, I'm, I'm not trying to take a punch at work punches, today. Bro. I, I, I don't throw iron. <laughs> Even if it's, yeah, we thing. have better I'm continuity peace. than that. That's right. We peace of love up here, man. It's all about peace of love up here. But when Bobby did it, you know, he broke Nico in 50. Yeah. And it was done. You know what I'm saying? This one, he threw the punch. And even the way it's described, it's not even described as a punch. You know what I mean? Like forcefully threw something at him, but he was still able to finish his shoot around. Forcefully struck him in the face right. with his hand. But he still was able to finish shoot around and go through his motions and do stuff and then go home. That's why it's a trash punch to me, because you're still able to get up and still do stuff. You know, he still was able to finish. It's not a practice. practice ender. Yeah, it wasn't a yeah. practice ender, man. It didn't shut things down. You know what I mean? So he hit him and then they got chest to chest after you hit him like that. So, yeah, you know, not, not a tough punch, not a hard punch. Not saying he can't do it. It's just he didn't strike him hard enough to in practice. That's a trash punch. Do you think at all that this is sort of a way for Draymond? I mean, clearly there was something going on there. Sure. It boiled over. Draymond seemed apologetic, et cetera. But, like, do you think this is a motivation tactic from him? Like, we're coming off a championship here. Jordan Poole's about to get a massive... You know, that, that's the thing contract. that most people on Twitter were theorizing is like, oh, Draymond's just a little jealous and bitter because Poole is on his ascension and he's probably about to get a huge contract. I don't contract. even mean jealous and bitter. I just mean, like, Trying to don't get complacent. Him. Right. We won a championship. Like, this keep is him not, grounded. The goal is not to win one. The goal right. is to win again. Right, right. Yeah. I don't, I don't, be. it's not like Dre would be jealous of the money because Draymond yeah. has made plenty. Tons. Like, he's currently in year three of a four year deal worth 99 and a half million that he signed when he was 30 pretty good and so yeah so that's like just half maybe of all of the salary money yeah, yeah. not to mention all of the business and um endorsements etc he has been making money wise during his career and we all also now know that he is set up already for a broadcasting slash some kind of media career after he retires right it's not about the money which i'm so excited about by the way yeah because yeah, this is hashtag new media yeah this yes and this and this is going to come up this this thing is going to come up i don't think it was any of that i just think it was an altercation you know right. i really think that like there's no motivation behind it of you punching me right there's no motivation to make me take that on the court it's just gonna make me not like you 
You know what I mean? And that's all that's going to do for me. Like when Mike hit uh, Steve Kerr was the, to be like, oh, man, I'm motivating him to be better at life. No, Mike was mad. Right. <laughs> and, he, and he punched him in the face. Like, and that's how it went. Steve Kerr didn't go out and say, I'm dropping 40 like, right. after that. No, it's not motivation. It was just a fight, like you said, Will, happens often. You know what I'm saying? And in the NBA. We can name of Oh, man. It's, on it's more than fun. one hand, how many times that's happened oh, yeah. just with the Bulls. Just with the Bulls. Yes, man. Yes, it has happened. So. I'm not shocked by it. Uh, when you saw the name Draymond, you were like, "Yeah, that's about right." Yeah. When I saw it's the Jordan same thing, Poole, it's like, like annoying yeah. that uh, Draymond's like this crybaby because he got a technical and then he gets a technical, and you're like, right. "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to back you here. Does Draymond. it make it harder for you to defend your guy for stuff like this? I mean, it, it's like this is a terrible example because okay. people hate Russ Westbrook at this point, but it's like you have to take the bad with the good. You have a guy who is one of the Great players of all time and sure. Russell Westbrook, 30, 10, and 10 MVP, like first player since Oscar Robertson to average a triple double. He's going to turn the ball over. He's yeah. going to struggle shooting the ball. He does need to have the ball in his hands to be as successful. You have to take the bad with the good with him. Obviously, Russ has been like not the same player that he was in 2016, 2017, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think Draymond's getting to that point too, where he's just not quite the same. But I think Draymond has earned more than the benefit of the doubt. With me and I mean four-time NBA championship, yeah, defensive player of the year. Yeah. Like you kind of have to take the take the bad with the good with him. Agree yeah. with that until yeah. he's no longer useful on, a, on an NBA court. You absolutely take the bad with the good. Does and he, he is not in the same stratosphere right now as Russell Westbrook. He is very much still an impactful defensive piece. player. Yeah. Does he retire a warrior? Will I don't know. Dre? I don't know. I would yeah. imagine so, I but guess so. Uh, I heard Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons talking about maybe the Pistons. He's from. Uh, Ooh. Detroit area or Saginaw. Actually, oh, that, would, that would be see such that. a Pistons thing. Yo, I could honestly, with, I could see that with Cade and yeah. Durin and yeah. Ivy. Like, Young he could team. be sort of that yeah. veteran mentorship. There. Um, actually, I think that'd be really fun, but I also, yeah, I, I kind of I just can't really see him leaving Steph. Like, they're just linked in my mind. That's fair. Uh, in the comments, Adam said, I heard a report that Draymond missed Jordan Poole and actually hit Kerr. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> I, like, I wonder if Steve Kerr had like a flashback as he's sitting in and, as the coach in his practice and watching one of his players right. punch another one. Like, that oh, reminds God. me of uh, remember this. When, when Boozer had that and one, he accidentally punched oh, the ref. Oh, the when ref. he punched the ref oh, in the nuts? Man. Yeah. Right That's in the special man. The accidental yes. punch. Uh, right in the special Don Tavies in the comments said, Bobby fought Nico over his starting spot. Um, that is that is oversimplifying and omitting a lot of what happened there uh if if you have done your homework Uh, on what actually happened there yeah i mean yes the bulls did suspend bobby for that they did i just looked it up to remember it was an eight game suspension Mm -hmm. they also from a pr standpoint like said okay both parts of this uh, fight were at fault but, and mostly took Bobby's side. But Nico, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that's the other interesting piece of this is to yeah. see. It says the Warriors are considering inter, you know, um, internal discipline of some kind for yeah. for Draymond for what they seem to be starting or escalating the fight. Sure. And what that might be games, like monetary fine. Right. We'll right. see. We'll see. We'll He's got to pay the contract, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out to dinner. Too, oh bro. man! Have him on your podcast. <sighs> New media. I love drama when it's not ours. Isn't it, it is, nice? It's nice to look at, Isn't right? Nice? You're like, oh, is this how it goes? Right. Like, this, this is how people feel. Oh, okay. uh, it's like when there was some drama going on with the Bulls a few years back, and I don't know if you guys remember, but Steve Kerr was being asked about it and uh, said something 
uh, that I guess John Paxson didn't love his answer to. And then John Paxson was asked about Steve Kerr's answer. And John was like, well, it's easy to like cast arrows down from the top of the mountain, mm. referring to Steve Kerr and the Warriors being the shit of the league at that point. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't know. Oh. But Matt, get up. His memory for, for oh. bad situations. Was it? Was pools. it? Uh, did it have to do with John Paxson speaking publicly and being bitter about being bad at his job? Yeah, I remember. Hey, John. Oh, enjoy man. that paycheck you're still getting. Oh, he can't. Uh, help himself. I can't. I cannot can't help, help myself yourself, ever. Man. Thanks for the championship too. <laughs> yeah, he did that. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Uh, all right, guys, let's move on. Um, we will get to our Io Desumu film breakdown and prove it goals coming up next. That's right, Lawrence. Come sit in the chair, Lawrence. Today's episode <laughs> brought to you guys by Points Bet. Thursday night football. Football. Yeah. Points Bet's bringing you guys a better way Woo! to bet live on games. That means while you're watching the game tonight, you can place this a live same game parlay. Okay. Bet on the next drive to be a touchdown and cash out all on right. your live second half over bet. You do all of those things. All it? Yep, build the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets any time mm -hmm. during the game, including spreads, totals, player props, and more. Mm -hmm. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with points bet lightning bets. Mm -hmm. So whether you are on the move or on the couch, hello, that guy, do it live on points bet. Download the free points bet app today and sign up with promo code CHGO. What is it? CHGO. Thank you, sir. To get your first to risk-free bets up to $2,000. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Well, I think I believe it's uh, Broncos-Colts. Broncos-Colts. Two, two horsey teams. Um, no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. I'm thinking... Um, I know they haven't looked great with Russell Wilson so far, but yeah. I, th I, think I'll, I think I'll ride with the Broncos tonight. They're at home, I'm minus three. Broncos country and uh, DMVR, and the Col man, and the Colts are beat up a little bit. Give me the Broncos. DMVR, baby, we're going. I'm gonna ride. With That's it. true. We got to ride with our DMVR fam. I love Ryan Green. We're gonna <laughs> ride with them until tomorrow when the Bulls play the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Then, no. which did you guys hear? No, no Joker tomorrow night in that uh, game. Yeah, yeah. Precautionary, some like slight hamstring or calf yeah. or something. Yeah, sounds about right. You know what I mean? Sounds all right. I love Ryan Green's uh, tweet after they lost their last game. He's like, Broncos country, let's cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was great. Um, they they also, out. in their own right, uh, had an uh, awful injury. Javante Williams, yes. their running back, 20 yes. ACL. Tough, man. Tough. So, so, uh, so sorry. Condolences tough, to our DNBR Broncos fam. Yeah. But I do have a question for you, Matt. What's that? Did you have your athletic greens today? I did. Okay. I saw uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Day six. Day six. I have now had athletic greens to start my day six days in a row. He's a big boy. Yeah. Six days. <laughs> and he's going to keep it moving like that. And you can do that too, y'all. Those 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, the probiotics, and oh, sweet cream on an ice cream sandwich. The adaptogens. Adaptogens. Mm, we'll give you the figure too, like, damn it. Wait for it. <laughs> it helps you start your day correctly that special blend of ingredients that support your gut health nervous system immune system energy recovery focus and your aging all the things that you want to make sure you take care of and you can take care of all of it for less than three dollars a day it's cheaper than that cold brew habit it's cheaper than getting all those different supplements yourself you're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance vegan dairy-free gluten-free contains less than one gram of sugar y'all no gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial anything 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 
And it does all this while still tasting amazing. But don't take my word. Don't even take the word of this man right here to the, to the state day six over here doing his thing. Take the word of this man right here. Perfectly quaffed hairdo. That man they call Will, the goat, Gottlieb, the yes. grown up of the crew. You said six days. I think I'm on six months. Oh, yeah. you're you're crushing me. Catch up, man. The you're, you're way ahead. I'm, I'm really happy though that you're that you're starting to do it. I am too. Are you feeling like a champ? I feel good. Breakfast of champions. Feel yeah. good. Yeah. It's not. You know, I I will. I still have my coffee in addition. Sure. To the athletic greens. Sure. But it does. Like I feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. Yes. At the start of every day. It's good a great feeling, isn't it? It is, and it's like. I don't know about you guys. I drag my ass when I'm getting out of bed in the morning, like almost every day. It gets you get older. It gets harder to get out of bed. Okay. And the coffee certainly is a motivating factor. But I don't know what it is about that AG. Like, I don't, there's not caffeine in there. No. But it's just like just the adaptogens. It's yeah. the adaptogens, adaptogens man. man. Trying to tell you about them. Got it the turns album. my brain on. There it is. <laughs> it turns the lights on upstairs. <laughs> like, Hello. And don't you want your lights turned on too, y'all? And we're going to make it easy for you to do that because Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five of those free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com slash Bulls to take ownership <laughs> over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. Because <laughs> it's Athletic Greens. <laughs> scoop it goat is acting a fool today it, i love it shake it drink it and goat he's already feeling it, <laughs> feel it. i'm feeling it he's feeling it, it feel it feel it <laughs> there it is oh goodness gracious in your face oh let it grains. all right you guys want to watch some io tape more than anything in the world right now let's watch some io Hey, Joe uh, Joey, tape. Joe good sir, tape. if you would pull up wide reject number one. Mm. Um, like so because we were talking about how this Bulls offense can maybe add a couple of new arms this season, yeah. not rely so heavily on ISO, so heavily on DeMar, sure. um, and that we could be talking about Io Desumu starting point guard yeah. in Lazo's absence, I kind of wanted to focus on Io's playmaking abilities yes. while we were looking at these films. Mm. Thank you, Matt. So, Way to be in my brain, Matt. This first one like this. is basically mm. a, a lob play uh, okay. that's designed. You're going to see a three or four different instances of it. And here, the, thank you for pausing there. You see Boots setting a screen at the top of the key, but the guy on the weak side ignoring that screen or rejecting that screen and just making a slash cut mm-hmm. to the hoop. Um, and and Io has great ball placement on several of these. Here you see bringing the ball up, turns down the screen Ooh. from Vooch and just cuts to the basket. And that is a high flying Javante Green. That's what that man does. Yeah. Here we go again. Same play, sets a screen, goes behind mm. the screen, and Javante Green mm-hmm. once again just being an athletic freak. Mm. But Io having the confidence to make that pass yeah i really like this play because it I, emphasizes quick point? yeah uh joey can you pause it for a sec just about that last one seeing javante cut hard like that and yeah. go get a lob i just want to say this is mark karen Sulis's dream for patrick williams yeah. yes it's just dive to the basket like that and go catch lobs yeah that's he needs to be javante supercharged he does he does it's how you can impact the game offensively without being the guy who's got the ball in your hands all the time and also, let me give some love to Io as well, because it's not like Javante was open right. on that. 
and he still had the balls to throw that up there like that and perfectly placed mm-hmm. that basketball right there, man. So, yeah, that's awesome recognition. And remember, this is rookie year. Right. So to have that recognition this early is pretty damn good. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll it. Uh, again, Joey, we've got long, another baby, one of saying. these coming. Yes. Here it is again. Boom, boom, boom. Same play goes behind the other side of the screen that Vooch sets and the same lob. And then, I mean, look at that. It's just using your player's athleticism. And then, I mean, talk about pinpoint accuracy on that one. Now here, pause it here. This one, you're going to run the same play, Vooch high screen. You're going to reject the screen and go behind it. But in this instance, it's Kobe White instead of Javante making the run from the weak side, right? Kobe's up top. Yeah. Kobe not necessarily known as a above-the-rim kind of threat, a lob threat like Javante. So what does Io do? Nice. He waits for Kobe to come all the way across mm-hmm. to the low post on Io's side of the floor. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't always have to be a lob threat play. It can be the same reject the screen at the top, but just wait for that same player making a cut to free himself up on the low post and once again pinpoint accuracy on the inbound mm. pass from io yeah i can't say enough about the accuracy and also in all those plays matt thomas was on the floor but i can't say enough <laughs> about that accuracy of io Desumu uh there man because that's just it's fascinating to me to, yeah. to be th- this early in the game and to know it that immediately uh because like you said honestly that that play that they ran, that last one really highlights it for me because he has to know that, okay, oh, this is the play now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're going to make this move and make this cut. He's got to know that, you know what I'm saying, immediately. And to take that pause, because he stopped his dribble right. and waited for him to make that move. And he was nowhere near the three-point line when he stopped that dribble, man. You usually don't want guys to stop their dribble that far out, you know what I'm saying, when they got the ball like that. And right. Plus, nobody's in the paint. Your center's out here. You know what I mean? It's, it's usually not – it's usually frowned upon. So for him to know that, nope, I'm just waiting. Here he comes. He's going to show itself, hit you with it right there. And like you said, not the athleticism of going up to get it, mm-hmm. but still placing it to where he can make an easy layup. Yeah, great great point, man. Hey, Joey, can you play that second clip again, the one against the Pistons? Because I want to point out something uh, that makes kind of this whole thing possible with Vooch mm. and his ability to attract attention. I thought the Pistons' defense in that play was really poor, and I – it kind of shows you that when you make a hard cut like that, mm-hmm. the defense watch watch here as uh, Marvin Bagley is defending Vooch. He's on Vooch okay. And as if you just roll it, yeah. Uh, so he's the I think that's Isaiah Livers is now behind Javante as mm-hmm. Javante cuts to the basket. Mm-hmm. That's on Bagley to to tag the roller to mm-hmm. step up and help there, and that leaves Vooch wide open at the top of the key for a pick and pop three if mm-hmm. if Bagley is doing his job. Mm-hmm. So. This is the kind of thing that I just wanted to point out about the Bulls making life easier for themselves on offense, not forcing DeMar to create everything. Mm -hmm. A hard cut like that with uh, a shooter like Vooch just setting a screen really can create some easy offense. So Mm -hmm. I really like that play. I think that's something they can even... You know, with Patrick or with Io or whoever it is, just right. cutting hard to the basket. That's going to create some easy offense. Uh, so the next couple of plays we're going to look at start with that same base action, that same base package, but with a little bit of a twist that does involve the person setting that high screen more. Before we get to that, we have to address this super chat. <laughs> Shout out to Schwo. Thank you. Real dark question here. Seriously. Which member Kevin, of the CHGO Bulls on? team would you sacrifice for the opportunity to draft Wembenyama in the NBA sacrifice to the bulls to the bulls and who so you're asking the three of us which of the three of us we would sacrifice this is your chgo bulls team right here stop and joey is a part of our team but we can't sacrifice him he's too young he has so much life to live and mark 
but he's MRK. A- yeah. Stop trying to break up our continuity, man. <laughs> it can't be done. Will cares about the continuity, as should yeah, you, Schwo. As you should. Sacrifice, Joey. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. It's a joke. What the I hell, big I, I, I didn't say that, Joey. <laughs> I didn't say anything. What? <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, and, and I can't sacrifice Marquet because then there would be no one darker and more pessimistic than me on our team. That's true, and you need the darkness. We, I need it. You need it, man. Uh, I could get there. You could get there? <laughs> well, that's true. You get that's there true. already? I could get there. Yeah, but, you, but you're you not as animated with your darkness. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He's, he's tossing hats. You know, he's falling on floors. Yeah, you I might know. need to go to the Matt Peck School of Hat Throws. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. It's a one-day course. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it, it's a one-day course. It's a one-day course. <laughs> it's a one-day course, but tuition ain't cheap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Joey, now let's pull up wide reject open. A uh, couple of plays here we're going to look at from IO. Uh, some more where mm, baseline action. Ooh, I love me some baseline action. Love that baseline action. action. So it's, it's the tasty. same setup at the beginning of the play, but instead of hitting the guy who's making that slash move for a potential lob through the lane, you're going to see IO here. He's got the ball. Okay. And then he's going to dump it to Vooch. At the high top of the screen. Okay. Then you see Ayo at that point has gone to the corner. Mm. And then who's Legend. that? Who's that? As your boy, Legend. I knew that would make you happy. Watch so it. after this, so this is a situation where Ayo dumps off and then clears out to the corner, then comes back into the action, sees an opportunity to drive baseline, and yeah. that bounce pass to a guy making a run yeah. down the middle of the lane. But also point out the recognition of the Matty legend right there, okay. seeing that he was going to the baseline and realizing, oh, man, you know, he, he's he got a seven-footer on him, and they're trying to lock him down. Right. Let me make the cut to the bucket. Boom. Right. That's beautiful stuff right there. And, it's, yeah, terrible job by Garland leaving the greatest shooter in the world. It, it really does go to show, though, like the value of just having these timely cuts. Yes. Right. Yes. Darius Garland was kind of out of that play defensively, yeah. which is just on him. But – in that situation where it's a, a pick and roll, there's one guy defending those two spots if the help comes over. And if you move out of the way, create some space for another shooter by cutting through the lane, you're going to get an open shot, whether it's at the rim or in the corner for a three. So yeah. that's, I mean, Matt Thomas, man. Yeah. Thomas, man. Uh, and then this, Thomas, the floor. This, uh, this next play is, I think, an even clearer demonstration <laughs> of Io executing this play beautifully. Go ahead and roll this one, Joey. So bringing the ball up, you see... The screen, rejecting the screen. The cutter doesn't do the lob, comes all the way through. You dump the ball to the guy setting the initial screen. Then Io curls around, gets the ball back. Ooh. Boom. Bounce pass from the baseline yet again. Yeah. So there you go. That's part of the game. We love watching him run with Vooch uh, a few times. Was He obviously has rapport with the big men because he spent that time in Illinois uh, with Kofi. Right. And so they they just run those pick and rolls of him inside, giving those pocket passes, those nice bounce passes, those no-look ones too. Right. Uh, We saw him do that quite a lot with Vooch. And this one is just perfectly, perfectly well done. Right. Because he's drawing that double team. Right. You know what I mean? Immediately. and Because he's a threat. Yeah. When he makes that move, he's a threat, man. So teams are going to react to him. But knowing that he's a threat, because he knows he's a threat. So once that double team comes, boom, boom, kush blue. And can we rewind that one more time, Joey? I want to point out a couple more things. Um, When we talk about off-ball movement, because player movement off the ball also leads often to the actual ball moving, and that's what's important. Um, Watch the way that Io clears out once he gives this dump-off pass to Tristan. 
comes all the way through the lane and then spots up in the corner to make himself available. Mm. Maybe it's a corner three. Right. But then the other thing I want to point out here is when he gets that pass, when he's in the corner, mm. it reminds me of, you might guys remember when they played the Wizards and Bradley Beal had that story where he kind of mentored up yes. IO yes. on one possession down the floor and yeah. was like, hey, don't hesitate. As soon as you get that ball, make a decision. Are you mm. shooting or are you driving? Mm. This to me was a great example of IO saying, okay, I don't have the shot. But what I do think I have is a step on LaMelo here to drive baseline. LaMelo recovers, but he's also drawn the weak side baseline defender for help. And then he knows what? There's somebody open right here in the paint for me to drop this beautiful bounce pass off to. Immediate decision, draw the defense, dump off to Tristan, easy two. Yeah, and definitely call LaMelo out of position. So like you said, making his decision made it harder for LaMelo to make his. So that was a great job by Iowa, man. Point five rule. Make a decision in half a second. That's right, man. Half Mm. a second. And he's got it down. Mm, Well done. mm, mm. Well done. Um, All right. We got one more set of IO plays um, called Wide Dribble. Joey, can we take a look at these? My favorite album. Uh, This is a similar uh, sort of setup. Okay. uh, But what you're going to see in these is IO actually giving a little quick give and go pass to the screen setter. So the screener is going to get the ball before actually setting the screen for IO. You see how that works there? Mm -hmm. IO dumps the ball off to the guy at the high uh, uh, top of the screen there, gives it right back to IO as he then sets the screen. IO curls around it, draws the defense, whips it right back to the guy who he gave Mm -hmm. the little give and go to, got the screen from. And who is that? Patty Williams, wide open. Bulls fans can look forward, hopefully, to seeing this play between these two players for many, many games and years to come. I love this little give and go before the screen. I love this. Mm. And then Io is so great at drawing the defense Mm. and hitting it right back to the guy who gave him the screen for an open three. What was great about that is I also I think it was like a three man game on that because definitely P will and for sure what Io did. But Cook diving to the bucket mm. and making that guard make a decision like, oh, snap, yeah. this is Great on the pick and roll and taking him with him mm-hmm. definitely cleared out some space. Watch him, watch him. As soon as he dies, yep. that guard's like, oh, man, I got to go with him. I got to go with him. I got to go with him. Oh, look And then at you can see there, I think that's Jaden McDaniels has to tag the roller, yes. which is what Bagley did not do. Mm-hmm. And that's why Patrick Williams is so open. Look at right. this. When you put oh, these yeah. guys in these quick hitting actions, you force the defense to make decisions quickly. And it's, re- it's really hard to defend as yeah. a team concept in the NBA, it's just yeah. really and, difficult. Uh, Dave, you pointing out the second screener in this play, mm-hmm. you, that's why you're a brilliant basketball mind. That's why I love talking hoops with you because you. that screener can get involved in other ways mm-hmm. from this same base package of this play design, as you'll see here in the next couple of plays. Go ahead and roll this one, Joey. So you see here you got big man. Io comes around. Mm. Great, fine. Has an opportunity to just take a little uh, quick top of the paint floater there. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm. But... The same little give-and-go pass before the screen comes around the second screen, which is much more of a factor in this play. And then he's still rolling if Io sees that he has an opportunity to hit the roll man. But Io instead says, hey, I got a nice little 12-foot floater right here. I'm going to take it myself. And that's what the defense is trying to give up in the NBA. They don't want to let you get to the rim, and they don't want you to step out and shoot a three. So Jaron Jackson right there is kind of like non-committal of who he's guarding. He's trying to keep Tony Bradley within reach and he's trying to contain io to not let him get into the rim that's how io is going to succeed that's how damar succeeds just because he defenses give you that space and so mm-hmm. if you're able to take advantage of mid-rangers like that at a high clip you can be really effective yeah 
And great job. I, again, making the decision immediately. You can tell right. as soon as he got there, he was going up. All right, right pause it for a that. second here, Joey, while we set this up. Okay, so same play action, mm -hmm. but in this instance, Io's not the one bringing the ball up, as okay. Caruso is. Io's the guy operating from the corner on the weak side. But what I liked about this play is that Io is never fully out of, well, okay, so it's either going to be Caruso getting a shot or it's going to be a pick and pop for the initial screen setter or a roll to Bradley. I could still be involved in this. So mm -hmm. I, Io stays ready as this play develops. Go ahead and roll it, Joey. Stays ready. I like that. Again. Okay. So here's the action. Initial screen, second screen from Bradley. Caruso's got his defender trapped on his hip. And then Io, what does he do? He moves without the ball yeah. off the ball. Not in a great position to receive the pass initially and right. sees, hey, maybe Caruso's a little bit of trouble here yeah. so what can i do he can't pass it to me right here so i'm going to come back towards caruso mm -hmm. to give him an option and just clear out space so that tatum can't double team caruso thank you mm -hmm. that's exactly what i was about to mm -hmm. say now also what he's doing keep keep doing that joey keep doing keep doing what you're doing um also what's great is io he he's not even committing to that first move he made on the baseline that was to see if tatum is going to take his eyes and put them on him. And Tatum is such a good defender that he didn't. He's like, no, 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 Ricky, I know that move. You know what I mean? But again, he's going to get a bunch of people with that move, by the right. way. Right. But Tatum is just really good at defense that he's not falling for it. Io sees that and was like, well, then I'm coming right back in your face <laughs> and, and clearing that. And like you said, make clearing that space. And then the recognition here, I, I think that's Schroeder on him. Yeah, so correct. I was like, oh, I got the size, the right. height, and the exactly. length. Exactly. Exactly. Just take a couple dribbles, get to a spot. And rise up and fire over this And that's guy. what's great. He made the move. He was like, oh, the play isn't over. Let me make another one and, and make it easier for the guy with the basketball out here. And still put a little pressure on Tatum because he's making sure his eyes are on him. You right. have to concern yourself with me on this play, man. That's honestly, that's as a rookie, that's awesome to know that he has that knowledge already. Yeah, all, all things considered, that was like not a optimal shot to take. Right. I think if you right. look at the way that the floor is spaced, like DeMar was in the weak side corner. Whoever was defending him was had a foot in the paint. Uh, same thing at the wing, defender in the paint. And so in order to maximize and optimize space on the floor, when you don't have shooters that are spreading out the defense, yeah. you have to cut like that. Yeah. You have to create those random actions, which is what Billy has talked about nonstop in preseason so far. Yeah. You have to make those random plays, make yourself open, and then just be a shot maker. Yeah. Yeah. Great job, man. Uh, Jason in the comments saying intelligence and movement. Io is the real deal. Yeah, intelligence, movement, and accuracy when he's the one facilitating. And I think that's why I wanted to highlight a couple of those because look, we know and we saw in the, their first preseason game, we're all excited about the fact that Io looks to have quickened up and perfected his shot sure. as a three point threat, which we know this team desperately needs. Mm -hmm. But in Lonzo's absence, and not to say that Lonzo has ever been considered a true point guard, because I think we would all agree he's not. Io is, I think, someone we can agree is useful playing on or off the ball. He is a combo sure. guard. But what he did do at U of I was play a good amount of point guard. And we saw him play that role very well at times his rookie year. And he's going to be asked to do it some more. So, yes, we want and need Io to be able to take and knock down shots. But the ways in which he already showed his rookie year that he can run half-court offensive sets is encouraging, and we want to see more of it. Yeah, I mean, he won an award being the best point guard in the land. In ding, college. ding, ding. Won the Bob Cousy Award. So, yes, he can play that position for sure. He could definitely be point guard. And as Matt was just highlighting on there, like, how can you not see it? It's right there in your face. 
Um, I thought it was a great job of showing him on and off the ball too, Matt. Like, because him being the point guard from both those positions and showing he could be a threat in right. both those ways. That was a really great job. So we all know that there are big things coming for Io this season, and the Bulls are going to ask a lot of him. Yeah. So what are we going to do? We're going to do prove it. Prove it. Prove it set our goals for what mm -hmm. we want to see Io accomplish and achieve this upcoming season. Mm -hmm. But before we start our prove-its, yes, Dave, yes. do you have a word for us from another one of our wonderful sponsors? I do have a wonderful word for you. First of all, is it like 9 o'clock at night? It yeah, got, dude, it got dark. Super dark out there, man. 345! I don't know what's going on right now. I, oh, I think it's because there might be a storm rolling in. Oh, I did see some showers in the forecast. Let me make sure I get on home safely and you get home safely. And you know who's upset that it's raining? This golfer right here. Because he can't get those links right now. He can't get out there right now and show why he's the best golfer on CAGO Bulls. But it means he won't get that smooth gear that he'll get from pins and aces wet, ladies and gentlemen, because they make those amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even that beer sleeve. You got to have the beer sleeve. It's that innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right in your golf bag and keep those drinks frosty cold the entire round because hanging with Matt, they're not going to last that entire round. So they're going to be frosty cold and right for you. Pins and aces, y'all. That's where you get it from. It's the official golf apparel partner of CHG. Oh, they're a family-owned golf and apparel business. And just because you're awesome, why don't you go ahead and check out pinsandaces.com and use this code here, C-H-G-O, and get yourself 15% off your first order. And let's throw in some free shipping. How about yes. we toss that in? Love free shipping. Just because. Just because we're going to toss that in there. Plow. Free shipping for you. 15% off your order. C-H-G-O is the code. Pinsandaces.com. Because if you look good, you play good, play good, all good. Mm. I love that you had so much excitement for free shipping yes. and that part of the offer. Well, we all know before we hopped on these mics and did our show today, Big Dave himself is going through some serious personal turmoil with Look. UPS right <laughs> <No>. now. <laughs> He's upset. had a tough couple of days with UPS. UPS, what's going on with y'all, man? We used to be cool and nice and tight and everything smooth, but now people just showing up, dropping off stickers and not dropping off my packages, man. How about you ring up doorbell? Let people know that you're there. Or just leave a the package there. I'm going to leave the door open like I'm Silk Sonic, man. Just leave it right there. Just go ahead and leave it. Quit putting stickers up. Because I yeah. promise you, the next time I see a UPS driver even close to the building, I will be pulling over and we will be having a conversation, sir. I promise you this much. Yes, Will. I was going to ask if you were going to throw a hat. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't toss hats. The, that's the, the Matt thing. No, he doesn't throw hats. Thing. He just chases down UPS trucks. I just chase down trucks, On man. foot. That's right. And, <laughs> then, and then reams them out. I'm Terminator 2. For failing at their job. <laughs> T2. I chase them down on foot. No, we're just going to have a conversation. Like, hey, man, you know, go in the back, toss that to me, and we're going to holler. That's all good. We're going to talk. But drop it off. We can end all this. Just drop it off tomorrow when we'll be here doing our game. Make sure you guys join us for that. But yeah, just drop that off, man. You know, I don't want to sick the goat on you. You know what I mean? I don't want to bring the goat mm. on you. You don't want me. You don't want that. Don't don't, you don't want, want the want fire that. and fury of the goat. Mm -mm. Do you pins and aces sell clubs because we could <laughs> see what I mean? crack some see windows. What I mean? Get start quick. <laughs> Get start quick. You don't want none of this, man. There are multiple ways to do make your job, a yes. club. Do your gig, baby. Do your gig. All right, guys. It's time. Prove it. Io Desumu. Mm -hmm. What do we want to see Io accomplish? this season maybe it's a stat maybe it's some element of his game i know where i'm going where are you guys going Ooh. will go take it away Kill. i have like three so wh oh, dave God. why don't you go first and then i'll just fill in the fill okay in the okay all right all right i'll go first so he can fill on in how about i would like to see since in my opinion 
he's going to be the starting point guard. That's just how I look at it. He's going to be the guy who's going to be a starting point guard. But even if he isn't, his minutes are going to increase, period, and point blank. That's going to happen. He's going to be on the floor as the guy who will be the facilitator or even being off ball. So he'll be running that offense for the Chicago Bulls. Matt just pointed out the great way that he was facilitating and getting the ball, those alley-oops that he was throwing. All that stuff looked great. I want to see more of this, and I think he has it in him. Last year, his rookie season, he averaged 3.3 assists a game. Mm -hmm. I want to see that increase to 4.5. Ooh, 4.5 assists a game for Io DeSumo. That is my prove it for him because he has that in him. He, we've seen it, especially on the inside, like we talked about, those pocket passes, him coming off the pick and roll. He's got that in him to get that to those guys. I think, um, Will, he's got to figure it out with the starting lineup. He's got it, obviously, with Vooch. They've got a rapport there. He has, I think he has to figure it out because last year he played a lot more off the ball, so he wasn't uh, the guy who was you know, getting the ball to those guys so they could do their thing. I think he's got to do that more this year. That He's going to be called upon to do that. And not just with Vooch, with DeMar, with Zach, all those guys. I want to see more catch and shoot with Zach and him. So I want to see his assists go up. Uh, I think he has the ability to do it, man. And, yeah, that's my prove it for Mr. Ayo. Love it. Love it. 4.5. Doable? Doable. Definitely a a challenge. Yes. But doable. Yes. Go. What do you got? So, like I said, I have a couple here. Um, I think I used upping the steal rate on Kobe already. So I don't want to use that one. I think Io low-key kind of had a not such great steal numbers. And so I want to see him uh, get his hand on some more loose balls, okay. try to tip away some passes, even at the point of attack to try to knock the ball away and create some transition. Not going to go there. Not going to go with shooting because everybody on the Bulls team needs to get better at shooting and shoot more <laughs> volume. The one I want to see for Io is last year, he averaged the fourth most drives per game on the Bulls at 4.2. Mm. I think that if he can get that number up to, let's call it seven, it's a, it's a lot more. But I think in this more movement-heavy offense, he'll be able to drive to the basket a little bit more, whether it's attacking a closeout or in pick-and-roll himself. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be an indicator of success for him and for the Bulls because, as Billy's talked about a lot, they need to put pressure on the rim. Mm-hmm. They they really need to find ways to do that without just saying DeMar do it because even when DeMar is doing that, he's getting to the elbow. He's not yeah. getting to the rim and collapsing the defense. Yeah. I think if Io can take it upon himself to be the guy who attacks closeouts and gets all the way to the basket that collapses the defense, that assist rate goes up. Yes. And yes. I think that that will be an indicator of not just the bull success, but a lot of different things going right for him. Mm. Um, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. And... Uh, assist rate, speaking of, I kind of went along the similar lines with Dave, but instead of setting a goal of assist per game for Io, I went towards assist percentage. So mm. percentage of teammates made field goals that Io assists while he's on the floor. Okay. His rookie year, it was 16.5. Mm. That's respectable. Mm-hmm. I'm setting the goal for Io to get that up to 19% in year two. Mm. So basically, almost just shy of one out of every five possessions when I was on the floor, mm-hmm. he's the one getting the assist. Yeah, It's a little bit of a step up from his rookie year, but doable. Simultaneously, I'm setting sort of like a 1A and 1B goal for Io. I want him to bring that turnover percentage down a little bit. Okay, As a rookie, just like his assists were, I thought his turnover percentage was actually very respectable. It's 15.9. Suspectable. His assist to turnover ratio as a rookie was 2.35. 
a lot of veteran starting point guards in the NBA struggle to have an assist to turnover percentage Fact. that good. Fact. Keep it up, Io. Just get those numbers a little bit better. Yeah. Assist percentage bumped up a little bit. Bring the turnover percentage down a little bit. Yeah. So I'm setting that goal of keep it 15 or below as far as the turnover percentage. So I'm just asking you, Io, to knock off 1% on that turnover percentage because that's what we're really looking for here, whether it's I or anyone else in this Bulls offense to give this offense options other than Zach and DeMar. Right. What can you do to maybe expand that very narrow margin of error that this team had at the back end of last season with guys being out, et cetera, et cetera? Don't shoot yourself in the foot with turnovers. Yes. And so it's not like I'm saying I was the only guilty party there. We know that Zach Levine has a propensity for turnovers at sure. times. And we know that that even DeMar can have a careless turnover here or there. But for a rookie who's trying to make a big step from year one to year two as a sometimes point guard and sometimes shooting guard, what you can't do is give your opponent free possessions by turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. So there it is. Assist percentage bumped up from 16.5 to 19. Mm-hmm. Turnover percentage knocked down from 15.9 to 15 or under. Mm-hmm. Those are my two goals for Io this year. I like that. I like that a lot, man. And I like it because you're putting things on him because of the talent that we've seen him display. Right. You know what I'm saying? From that first year, man. So these are all things that are definitely doable from what we saw him doing. And now, like we said, he'll have more time on the floor to achieve these kind of things, Will. And, I'm, and I'm I think all three of these play together. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's driving to the basket more, spraying it out, creating more assists that way, taking care of the ball while he's doing it, right. sure. you're going to see all these things boost up. So yeah. I think, I mean, if he is able to continue improving and just getting into the teeth of the, of the defense, mm-hmm. a lot of good things are going to happen for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Schwo, for hanging out in the comments and pointing out that there are 100 plus people watching and only 30 likes on that thumbs up button so far. What's Hit that thumbs What's up button. Helps us out a lot. Pretty please. We appreciate it. Yes. We'll take all that, man. Give it's us not, all those It's things. not that much to ask. Mm-mm. Hit that thumbs up button Just if you're thumb. enjoying us today because uh, we're enjoying you That's hanging right. out. I um, how to do this watching Will. <laughs> speaking of which, I saw Schwo had a different comment earlier on saying man, if the Bulls get a top four seed in the East, Peck should have to grow his hair out, mm-hmm. curl it, mm-hmm. and dye it blonde like MJ's bodyguard in The Last Dance. Okay, first of all, you take that one, Matt. <laughs> the name's man was John Michael Wozniak. Shout you out. say that man's name. That dude time. is a legend. Yes. He was a former slash retired Chicago police officer before taking that security job at the United Center. Yes. One of MJ's many bodyguards during the, the dynasty years. That Good. dude's hair was immaculate. Yes. Not many people can pull off a blonde perm it's true. mullet. It's true. Not John Michael Wozniak. Folks. Did that and then some. As a grown man, isn't, could uh, I pull that off? Hell no! Isn't uh, mimicry the best form of flattery or whatever the term Imitation. is? Imitation. Imitation is the yes. sincerest form of flattery, yes. I believe, is the phrase. Yes. I think uh, I admire John Michael Wozniak, <laughs> one of the few people in the world who was good at giving back the shit that MJ was doling out to everybody. Yes. That was me. If that was me who just said, I believe mimicry or blah, 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 and I butchered the quote like that, I, I would be hearing about it for the next three months. No, <laughs> I disagree. I disagree with that. But if you didn't know what, what any of those words meant, then we'd be on gas about that. I think that's the difference. All right. All right fair. That's the difference. Like, no, if you don't Joey, know the quote. stop trying to throw me under the bus. Yeah, dude. man. Like, I'm, always, I'm the only one that has your back. 
I, didn't I tell right. you to stop doing that, Will? You're right, I to tell Will to stop doing that. I'm the only one on Team Joey. This You're is right. the thing. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm doing that. Big Dave literally said I would be the one that would be sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brooms in the but comments. Look for what, Joey? <laughs> for the, for, look who I'm doing it for. Come on. Brooms in the comments just chimed in by saying Will just besmirched that quote. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly the perfect usage yeah, of besmirched. Not a perfect but, use of besmirched, but, but it's not totally we understand. off. We understand. It's not totally off. The fact that people in the um, chat want to continue to use this wonderful word, I'm completely okay. I with saw yeah. uh, Steak Face in the chat yesterday. Steak Face. We just, um, yeah, I love no, it. I'm, I just yeah. love it. I'm not yeah. dyeing my hair blonde and getting a perm. I'm not doing that. I don't want him to do that. I, but what I, I think, was it last year before we even started the CHGO gig on our other platform? Somebody was like, hey, Peck, if the Bulls get a top four seed, and this one when they were out to that, like, red oh, hot start. Oh, I remember start. this. Yes. Oh. Top four seed. <laughs> Peck, this. you got to shave your head yeah. and, like, dress up like Caruso yeah. for an episode. And I was like, okay. Cause in that, in my mind at that time, I already kind of saw the writing on the wall for the back end of the season. Uh huh. I was like, eh, they're not getting a top four seed. He's a little concerned. I was, I was sweating <laughs> it out for bit. like a couple of weeks there. A little bit, he was concerned. Speaking I'm of dressing up, 4,500 followers on our Twitter account. Oh. At CHGO underscore Bulls. Getting close. Getting close. Getting close. I want those Tigers and Tukes. So he wants it so bad. bad. He wants it, and Casey wants it bad. That's who really wants it. Obviously. Casey wants to have me You know put why? That because you look so fresh. Well, those Tigers I'm not and denying any of this. Now, I'm sure I'm going to look amazing. I'm not denying any of that, but I don't want to put it on. But, Kate, look at it. Look at the joy on her face right now. See? Yes. 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 Content. Yes. Get out of the way. <laughs> Brooms, do not besmirch my besmirching. All right. Now you're just trying <laughs> right. to, like, Inception us on, with your with your vocabulary usage. Let's not, let's not do that. Let's and not. Can I point? Out, how long have you had this beard? This. Uh, so okay. So remember, like when I came back from my week away in Mish. Yes. And I, I just kind of didn't shave for a week because I was on vacation. Yeah. And you a were week. like, "Damn, that was like a week." <laughs> a week. Yeah. <laughs> so this is that plus however many weeks have been on since yeah. then. It's like a couple weeks. more weeks. <laughs> weeks, Will. This is weeks. This is incredible. I'm, I'm luxurious. This is amazing. Says though. a man with a beautiful full beard of his own. Yeah, but I can't. But you, you have nothing on your face, and then in a week, <laughs> <laughs> you got that right there, man. It takes me a little time to get back to that, bro. Well, don't get used to it because I was thinking about actually ditching this and and going either go to your stash sometime Ooh, soon. Ooh, okay. What do you do? You you always stash do the stash. Back? Yeah, yeah. Stash back. Stash. Yeah. What about the goatee though? I might, I might do the goatee for like a week. I don't know. You want to ask I'm not the people? Not opposed to the goatee. People, do you want the stash? Or Lawrence, the goatee? Lawrence is not a fan of the goatee. Lawrence don't want the I, goatee. I gotta say, like the only reason I would even consider doing the stash for a while longer is because our guy Eric, yes. shout out to him, the yeah. yeah. He pulled me aside while we were out in Vegas together for summer league, and he was like, "Peck, you must bring the stash back." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, side. you just met me with a stash. It's not like my look. <laughs> it's not a thing." Joey doesn't want. What, I'm sorry, Joey, come on, Lawrence. Lawrence has that, something to say. That's just because he doesn't want to do more work because he drew your caricature with the mustache. Right. Mm. So that's that's. But I don't saying. think anyone's complaining about my CHGO yeah, avatar just, guy having a mustache, and when I shaved it off, people were like, "Oh, yeah." Well, so I, you're saying it didn't look amazing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, of course the mustache is great. Don't do a goatee. Goatee is oh. very me and early. 19, late 90s. You can't compare everything to you now. Let's not Why do not? that. Really <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Where's my Kev, camera? Kev, do you want him to have a mustache or a goatee, Kev? Matt Peck, mustache, goatee. Which one? Mustache. mustache. Everybody wants the mustache, People man. have spoken. Unanimous. People have spoken. People have spoken. They want the mustache. Well, the, the one vote that matters. KC, mustache or goatee for Matt Peck? Oh, oh. she won't neither. Yeah. She wants clean shave. I, I've... 
No, it's way yeah. too. <laughs> That's like, why I, I, I only ever keep the goatee for like a week tops. It's okay. it's a transitionary phase. Okay. We're, we're between beard and stash. Clean okay. shaven tomorrow, right? Because Casey said that. Oh yeah. If I go stash, I'm full thing. The food. People want the food. Full. The thing. people want the food. <laughs> people want the food. <laughs> Colin well, in the comments is also my calling for a hair is like blonde. You can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I like I like Will. Will's got sort of like a, like a five day Will's quasi got half a permanent beard. five o'clock shadow. Yeah, got a permanent. It's a permanent five no. o'clock shadow. But that's more. That's not just a five o'clock shadow. That's like a three day shadow. That's a yeah, three but day? it looks like five o'clock because like, yeah. again, it's, it's right. so blonde that nobody can see it. He's absolutely right. <laughs> it could be this big, and I'd still be like, oh, five o'clock shadow. Just had it for a day. It looks amazing, though, Will. I'll tell you that. It looks amazing. Thank you, um, all right. Clearly, we're done talking about the Bulls. <laughs> Let's get out of here. It's 4 o'clock Chicago time. We are out. We will be back tomorrow for pregame. Ooh. We got Bulls Nuggets. The Nuggets are in town. 7 p.m. tip-off, which means 6.30. We will be here for CHGO Bulls pregame in studio. Which means not an 8.30 tip-off. Thank which means God. Old grouchy pants over here was not happy about that oh 830 god. tip. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my I don't care what god. you say, Mark. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, whatever. We're giving the Bulls our Friday night. The the, the least they can do is start at a reasonable time, right? <laughs> yes, that's the least they could do. Uh Please. in the meantime, between now and tomorrow's show, follow us on Twitter. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. Dave is at Bow BWL Sports. Will, like a loser, <laughs> fancy man, is at Will underscore Gottlieb now. Damn. Hashtag never forget won't God leave. <laughs> we are worry. CSGO no, underscore no, bulls. Shout that. out and appreciation oh, to our guy Joey running things behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, and keep it locked right here on the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe if you aren't already. We got Bears After Dark coming up. Then we got Blackhawks. Blackhawks post game. All right. See ya. You see the one came good. on talking to see us about good. goatees. All right. You cut that out. You're going to be good. Peace, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>